welcome back to Mommy Ever After, the podcast. Full disclosure, it's 10.30 at night on Thursday evening. I've been going for so many hours that I can't even do the mental math to track. And as I've said before, I record all of these podcasts completely off the cuff. I have no script, no outline. Perhaps I'll change that for better quality in the future, but I feel like things seem to come out organically and I have these great epiphany moments and hopefully they are helpful to you as they certainly are helpful to me. But in any case, I wanted to preemptively apologize because my brain feels slightly mushy right now. And the purpose of this podcast and the reason why I haven't turned in for the night yet, despite being exhausted and now having gone for, okay, I'm going to do this, uh, 15 hours, I think that's right, 7.30 this morning or so, and if I'm wrong, feel free to make fun of me, um, but I was so moved by something that I just realized, and so I wanted to memorialize it, and what better way than to do so on here. I realized just now at 10.30 when I went to go do my nightly check-in on the kids that I didn't get to say goodnight to them tonight. I didn't kiss them goodnight. I didn't tell them to have pleasant dreams. I didn't sing a song for them. And I have no good excuse. I was home. I was, you know, three bedrooms away. And I realized that this is because today was a busy day, but not extraordinarily so, but a day in the life of a mom, or I should say a working mom, which sounds somewhat redundant because being a parent is certainly a job, is busy and it's exhausting. And I wrote a blog post Uh, last month, I guess now, um, where I was kind of explaining where I've been. And so much has gone on since my last podcast. I mean, I've loved, I've lost, I've learned. But instead of going through all of that now, because fortunately I do have a blog and you can read about some of those things there. So I don't need to rehash everything But it's been a very meaningful time in my life. And just now as I kissed my babies and they were snuggled up together, of course, and so sweet and so delicious, I thought, how could I have let the time go by where I didn't kiss them goodnight tonight? And I got that wave of mom guilt, you know, this epidemic that seems to be spreading. And I realized that I got so caught up in my work that I didn't realize that it was, you know, next thing I looked like it was 10 o'clock at night. And so I thought that it might be helpful to illustrate a day in the life of this working mom. I posted an Instagram story. I, so now that I've updated my Instagram app, which is a big thing for me, I really don't like change. Um, I think I wrote about this recently, but I don't like upgrading or modifying things. So like I will not update my iOS system 
I had a BlackBerry for a ridiculously long time after my little gold Samsung flip phone. God forbid I ever changed to like a bigger iPhone. I actually did change to an iPhone 7, but that's only because I ran out of room in taking pictures. And um, I did not get emojis until my 30th birthday. I did not get Instagram for a really long time. Like for me, it was a really long time. I still don't have Snapchat, but I think the closest thing that I have is the ability now to do Insta stories. And I love it because it's like, you can just like live in the moment and capture these tiny little moments and it doesn't have to feel important enough to make a whole, a whole big Instagram post about, and you know that it's going to disappear in 24 hours. So I really like having that function. And I realized that I was in the greenhouse. I was watering the plants. I was sitting there with a handful of peppers and as one often is, and I was, you know, pruning things and I was like, I'm tired. Why am I so tired? And then it hit me that I'm tired for good reason. And part of me wants to tell you just dive right into my day, but I want to give a little bit of background here. So I'm what you would call a working mom. Again, anybody who is a parent or, you know, not just to limit this to parents, but for the sake of this point, this illustration, I'll just say a working mom um, will understand that your job really never starts, never ends. It's just kind of like this ongoing 24-7 thing. And people can look at that as a cliche, but it in practice has really seemed to be true. Growing up, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to be. Um, I had some ambitions. And in looking back at some of the documents that I have, like the first book that I wrote as a, by that, I mean, you know, as a middle schooler, I had three goals, um, to become a mom, to become an author and to be on Broadway. So I've hit two of these danced on the Broadway stage a couple times, but I've yet to be like actually cast in a Broadway show. And I know that I brought this up actually in my never podcast, so I'm not going to say never, but like, I don't think it's likely for me. Although I've actually toyed with the idea recently of sending in a video of, I can't even say this, this is so embarrassing, but I've I've toyed with the idea of sending in a video as like, you know, you hear these stories about people who get cast in Broadway shows just from like a Skype video. Like, I think that's how um, Catherine Langford got cast as Hannah Baker in 13 Reasons Why, and I am in no way comparing myself to her in terms of her beauty and power and talent. I just have this, like, you know, really exciting dream that someday I could be discovered from some kind of crazy YouTube video where I'm singing along to a, uh, you know, sing with me YouTube karaoke video. In any case, I had these vague goals and when I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in English from college, having written a thesis, um, and I was thrilled to be an English major. It was like living a dream. I didn't really graduate with a job, so I didn't have anything to do except for kind of go right into graduate school. And 
I figured, you know, the best path for me would be to teach. And so I went to graduate school for education and wanted to be a high school English teacher. And that's where I did student teaching. And long story short, I taught for years, but I ended up teaching preschool and found a niche in teaching preschool and also music and theater. And so combining those interests, I was not discovered for Broadway in my preschool music classes, sadly. But um, I got to, you know, be with children a lot and really foster my love and for nurturing children. And then I became a mom, so I got to live these dreams. But I will say that nothing has made me happier than being able to say that I'm a professional writer. When somebody says to me now, you know, what do you do? And I say, I'm a writer. And they say, what kind of writer are you? And I talk about being a blogger, but now I can also say that I'm an author because the book is like up online. I can't say it's out, but it's definitely available for pre-sale now. And I got an amazing endorsement this week from a world-renowned psychologist. And so it was the most humbling amazing experience to know I'm actually starting to cry now as I say it but this woman read my book and I'm I'm not going to say who it is yet but she's it's a household name and she said to me um, actually in an email the the publishing house sent the manuscript to her I had no idea I haven't even gotten a bound copy of the manuscript and she said your book was so compelling that I read it in two sittings I couldn't put it down and I don't even know what to say. I, I just, I have no words. So I'm living the dream now in terms of being able to work from home, not having to, you know, being able to make my own schedule in addition to my blogging and mommy ever after and everything that falls under the mommy ever after umbrella. And I'll you know, kind of stick the book under that umbrella, although it's an offshoot and a very exciting one. I also am, if you are, you know, so inclined to look me up, um, the director of outreach for a compassionate care movement, um, or I should say the driving force behind a compassionate care movement called Care Postcard. And it's an online um, healthcare tech startup company, and it's really amazing and exciting. And I'll take the time to properly talk about it. But that came about really organically, where I was approached to talk about my perspective as a mom blogger, and then I started to become very intrigued by what they were doing and how they were really changing the face of compassionate healthcare. And I've been so impacted by compassionate care. And as a mental health advocate, this was something that spoke to my core values so deeply. And I started to work with them and then became the director of outreach, which means I, you know, write and make connections and it's pretty amazing. So that's another job. I additionally have some freelance writing projects that I do and they're at this point, only things that I'm really, truly interested in doing. And I'm working on something right now that I don't know that I can announce, um, but I'll get back to you on this. But it's really exciting and really cool and, and really moving. And 
I was asked to do this really unbelievable project. And so all of these things are all wonderful, but at the same time, it's, and let me just say, all of these things are really wonderful, period. But at the same time, my days are really busy and I do take the time for myself, but that means that I'm working until 10 o'clock at night and sometimes something has to give. And tonight I don't like what had to give. Back to what I was saying before about, you know, my career trajectory, it's been kind of a running joke in the family that I basically had no professional ambition. And I would say that although that's a huge exaggeration, I didn't really want to be anything as much as I wanted to be a mom. And before I became a mom, I didn't realize just how much of a job that really is. So, you know, people would say, oh, do you work? And now, fortunately, I hear much more often people asking, you know, do you work outside the home? And for me, it's funny because I, I could technically say like, no, because I do work from home, but I could say, well, I sometimes work from like a park bench, but by that they mean, do you do something other than being a mom? As if that's not, you know, a, a job job. You don't really get paid for it. Um, you get paid in collateral of the heart. But I have jobs, you know, like real jobs and jobs that give me a paycheck. And then I have jobs that give me a tremendous amount of satisfaction. And then I have the job that I think I was put on this earth to do, which is to be the mom for this little girl and little boy. And so as I've gotten older and with Mommy Ever After having grown and then really once I had the experience with the severe perinatal distress, you know, the prenatal anxiety and depression and the postpartum depression, I felt like it was my life's calling to open up about my story so that I could help others. And I've no, I know I've talked about that before, but I became really professionally dedicated and ambitious and my job became really important to me and I started to identify as a professional and I became really proud of my professional accomplishments. And that doesn't mean that I was less proud of my personal accomplishments and my parental accomplishments. You know, I am still very proud of the fact that my children were clean and fed and taken care of when they were put to bed tonight, even though I didn't do it. But, you know, I, and the fact that they were dressed in, you know, cute outfits today because I laid them out the night before to prepare for this busy day. But I'm also proud of and excited by my professional work. So I just want to give you a little taste of a day in the life of what my life was like today because it really wasn't anything out of the ordinary, but when I say it, it just feels like a lot and that's why I decided to talk about it on here because I'm sure that we can all relate. So while you may not have had the same day and I'm sure people here could be listening and saying like, you have no idea what it's like to work a hard job or you have no idea what it's like because I have six children and I work and I work overnight and then take care of my children during the day. So I always like to give the little preface of, I know I don't, I don't have it so, so hard. Um, but 
this is what my day was like. So my alarm went off at 7 because I had to go to the doctor this morning. And I had to have some tests done. And that's not fun. And so I woke up before my kids and went out of the house and tried very hard to get home before they were picked up by the camp bus, but I didn't make it. So I went to the doctor. It was not the most pleasant appointment. Got home, really didn't have time to get ready or make a proper breakfast or anything. So scrambled to get, you know, dressed, throw on the shirt that my son made in camp for himself and kind of adopted it as my own. If you look at my Instagram, you'll see photos of my shirt that has other children's handprints and names on it, which I realize now is so weird. And I wore it in front of people today, but I'll get to that. Um, and you know, made myself something to eat and drove out to a couple counties away to my son's day camp or my kid's day camp because today was boys visiting day. Unlike last week, which was girls visiting day. And because I have a girl and a boy, I get to go to both. And, you know, obviously it's um, really wonderful to see my son blossoming. And unlike school where he's the oldest in the class and camp, he's the youngest. They took him a little early. Thank you, camp. Um, and it's been great for him. So I saw him swimming and I saw him holding a little duck, which was so cute, and pioneering and I got to see my daughter, like she just happened to find me. It was, it was pretty cool. It was really fun. And as I said, I was wearing a shirt decorated by the kids in the bunk. So the other parents were like, oh, that's my son's handprint. And I think they may have thought I was weird because they were dressed like in a cute outfits. But in any case, I got home from visiting day literally 10 minutes before a work meeting. I had a work meeting at one o'clock today and that involved one of my writing projects. And in the meantime, just so you know, I'm constantly working remotely. So answering emails, writing emails about books, approving covers, working on care postcard, making sure to be aware of time sensitive emails. So as a visiting day, I'm present, but I'm also, you know, when my phone buzzes, I do have to check it. So that was that. So one to about four o'clock, I was just in work mode, whether it was doing this writing project or working, just on different things, just working. My kids got home around four o'clock and then it was kid time. So we played outside a little bit. We had a chocolate party. This was not a good idea. I have an all white bed for some reason they like crashed in my bed after camp today and I was already, um, kind of bound to this chocolate party. So I brought up a tray of all these different Hershey chocolate candies because I went to Hershey without them this past weekend with my mom besties. And yeah, did you catch the part about like the all white bed and then chocolate? Not the best idea, but you know, I'll live. And you know, so I was, a mom and hanging with them. And then we, you know, sat and before I could even serve dinner, I, that's when I had that moment in the greenhouse, which has become kind of like this safe little haven for me where I'm cutting down jalapenos because I wanted to give them to my son's camp counselor and 
getting the the leaves that I had forgotten to water and cutting them off and trying to make the plants healthy and eating tomatoes right off of the, the plant. And, um, and I realized, you know, like I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of beat. So we had dinner as a family. I was feeling tired. So I went upstairs and instead of resting, I opened my computer and realized there are some things that I could be doing right now. And so I started to do some work and write some pitches and just basically, um, the time went away from me and usually the kids will call for me or like come in a couple times, but I think that they must've been really tired. So they crashed tonight and that's why I didn't get to say goodnight to them. So that's the point of this episode. Um, we as moms juggle so much. We as people juggle so much, but as I said, you know, my day was packed. I don't, I don't think I mentioned one bit of actual downtime for myself that I could just sit and, you know, watch a TV show, read a bit of a book or like even, I don't think I've, I think I checked the news once today, but I don't know of anything like, I don't know a lot of details about a lot of things going on in the world and I'm embarrassed to admit that, but I've been really, uh, occupied I'm very fortunate to have work. I'm very fortunate to have children. But I think this is a good reminder that I need to also take care of myself because ultimately at the end of the day, I've realized that when I'm acting in accordance with my values or I'm acting in line with my values, I feel the best. And as someone who, you know, is predisposed to mental health sensitivities, let's say, because right now I, I wouldn't describe myself as being you know, actively depressed or anything like that, but I'm sensitive and I can get set off and things can trigger me. Absolutely. And so when I'm acting in a way that makes me feel proud, even if a situation is really difficult, I feel like I do better than I would if I were not acting in that way. If I were, you know, cutting corners or falling into bad patterns or things like that. And so tonight, I think that it was a, I I think sobering is too harsh of a word or too strong of a word, but it was a meaningful reminder of what's most important. The work that I do is all dedicated to making people's lives better. Not my own. I mean, it, it does make my life better and I feel very lucky in that I do love what I do. Um, but everything I do has this common thread, which is I want to give voice to people and to causes that maybe otherwise would not be spoken about so openly. And I'm trying to erase mental health stigmas. Um, I've recently been blogging and making an effort to blog a lot more talking about how hard it is as adults to manage friendships and how friendships are so, so, so meaningful and so important for us. But as grown ups, you know, no one's making a play date for us anymore. And so it's a delicate balance. And so that was like, you know, blogging about that recently and about some of the other challenges and other wonderful things like the baby bird story. 
and I'm going to make you go to the blog and read about it. Um, I actually thought about doing a podcast about the baby bird story, but I did not think I could hold it together without crying. And so you'll have just have to read about it. If you want me to elaborate, I'll be happy to do so. But for now, you can just read about it. And I think that um, I've finally hit 1051. And so I think a value of mine now would be knowing that sleep is healing for me, helps my brain, helps me to think carefully. And so as I was saying, you know, I do do things to try to help others all the time, you know, whether it's helping to improve on a really high level, you know, the face of the healthcare industry or helping to improve mental health and being an advocate and raising awareness or on a closer level talking about specifically, you know, perinatal mood disorders and even smaller than that, talking about my own story and then going as close to home as possible, talking about my kids and how they both impressed me and wowed me today with strength and resilience and things that I didn't know they were capable of just in one day. And so my plan now is to go give them each another kiss, leave them a note so that they know that I'm thinking of them. And I fold it up in their glasses because the first thing my daughter does in the morning is put on her glasses. So she'll find the note and she'll see that even though I didn't kiss her tonight, tonight, she'll know that I was thinking of her and how much I love her. And I wanted you, my, my peeps out there, to know that I was thinking of you tonight and I do cherish you. And I hope that whether something I said tonight resonated with you or you were laughing at me or you also feel tired and this gives you some permission to take some time for some self-care, I hope it helped you in some way. Or, you know, kill the time on a drive out to your own kid's visiting day. And I would just thank you and tell you that I'm so grateful as always. And I wish you all the best. And I will be back soon, hopefully with a more functional, less tired brain. Be well. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.